This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is shit on the table. Cool. What's going on? (laughs) We're still not in sync. It's because we're not face to face. Um, You guys, we're meeting. We're doing this over Zoom. We'll get into that. But yeah. And we literally were talking for like 10 minutes. And it wasn't recording. <laughs> so this is take and it, literally it three. Good. Yeah, and it was we still fucked it up. Yeah, we, it's it's I don't know. I don't know. It's you don't have that charisma when you're not face to face and Harvey, our producer's not here, so there's nobody like taking care of us <laughs> and making sure Wait, we, there's no one there was there's no one at your house right now? No, there is, but he's not like oh. pressing the buttons. Oh, I was about to say, there was like a slam in your background. You should go check on that if nobody was there. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. Harvey might be doing something downstairs. Maybe it's okay. like a really aggressive, like, sapping session down there. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to listen back and be like, what the fuck? Um, he's gonna put it all in and and enhance the volume <laughs> he can't edit this since it's the zoom he can edit our shit when it's regular but this well, since our voices are together he can't uh-huh. cut and paste uh, well no i meant like you would just like turn up the volume when you said fapping oh <laughs> that <clears throat> i always try and get him to send me like video and shit but he never does I've got a couple here and there. I don't save them though. Why not? The shit would go in my log file. Okay, so let's. So, uh, Chris, my husband, got a vasectomy, right? And he went under the knife. It wasn't like an in thing. He had to go under the knife. So he had to go through anesthesia. Anyway, it's all healed up right now. But. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. But it left two little scars on the top of his ball sack, right? So they look like eyes on Ooh. the top of his ball sack. That's scary. And the, and the scars, you know, he it, it's dark meat down there, and the scars are lighter meat. So it looks like very vivid eyes. And then I was like, oh, my God, we should get stick on um, elephant ears. And then it looks like a legit elephant. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, while he's sleeping, fucking do it and snap a pic. Well, he wouldn't let me do the whole fucking uh, vagina ball thing. That's what I'm saying. You gotta wait till he's sleeping. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's it's hilarious. I look at it and I'm like, it's staring at me. <laughs> I fucking love it so much. Like I think it's. I want to see happy it. And ex- when he gets happy and excited, it salutes you. This <laughs> shit's fucking hilarious. I love it. I don't know. Maybe he'll show everybody. I think it's funny, but he's self-conscious about those things. Yeah. I know. Oh, man. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. You should just do it and send a picture. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so Maybe. mad. I only have gotten maybe, like, three dick pics the whole 10 years of being with Harvey. And I ask for dick pics all the time. I get them when he can. Like, if I have the girls and I'm out, for some reason, I'll get a random one. Like, because he's home alone. So that's when he takes his opportunity. But he's always sent me dick pics. I know. I stopped sending him him titty pics because... 
back in the day, <laughs> it took too long to get the right angles. The hinge angles are easy. It's just from top to bottom. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you're doing when you're doing cute titty pics, you want to make sure your face is cute, your body's in the right angle. The tit one tit doesn't look flatter, more contorted than the other. So I stopped doing that because now I always have kids on my tits. So I'm like, no, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd still love those titty pics, though. Yeah. Because, like, what we think about ourselves is, like, not what they think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, they see yeah. us, like, in a completely different light. Yep. It's weird. It's totally I like weird. your new glasses. Thank you. Oh, my sunglasses? No. Well, yeah, those are cool, too, but your new glasses. Yeah, they're pretty cute. They make me look sophisticated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so how was your week? <laughs> okay, starting over, my week was pretty good. The dogs were all really good. Um, the cool thing about the place I work at is they do a behavioral assessment with um, all the dogs that play there. And so generally, if I have to do daycare dogs, they're all fucking amazing. And that is like this saving grace of working there. And that these dogs are assessed. Um, I wouldn't say heavily, but they're just the assessment they have is just making sure that the dogs don't bite us, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, no. So I had a bunch of daycare dogs and a couple. I only had one new dog this week, or maybe two new dogs this week, but it was mostly repeat daycare dogs. And it was just such a smooth sailing week. Um, I had. Um, a meeting with the owners of the facility and we were just because grooming is new to them I opened up grooming there with them and so we were just reconvening on like how everything is going what changes that we need to make and so on and so forth and you know I'm a very quiet person and they're like you know if you have any issues you can come talk to us and I'm like to be honest I'm one of those kind of people that like I just do what I'm told like to a fault. Um, so if I have, I don't really have an issue with a lot of things. And if I do have an issue, I just kind of work around it because what I'm seeing is what your preference is and what I'm supposed to be doing. So I always follow the rules, but they're like, no, if there's something that's not working for you, you need to tell me. So then I was like, okay, well, there's things that can be improved upon. Um, and especially with the holiday season coming, we need to adjust some things and, um, yeah, so we're going to do, uh, because they're one, their one program is really obnoxious when it comes to grooming. Cause like, it's just awful. It's pet exact and it's probably great for the boarding and daycare, but it is really hard and difficult to look at. Um, as far as like the grooming side of things. So uh, unless you're looking at just week, but if you're trying to schedule, you want to look at month as well. Well, what so is you pet exact? Pet exact is a scheduling, um, program. Oh, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. And I thought one, two, three was kind of a problem. And what was the other one that <sighs> there's another one, but all the corporate like, I know Petco uses it. I don't know what it's called. But it's, like, a really big one out there. Mm. My time? 
Yeah, my time. So I'm familiar with one, two, three, Pawfinity, Mogo, my time. And this by far is the worst fucking one. I will take all of those in a heartbeat. Wow. Because the scheduling system is just all over the place. It's so hard to look at. My brain does not comprehend it. And yeah, so it's, it's obnoxious and I don't check out dogs. Luckily, um, I don't check in and out dogs. Um, I just groom <laughs> and either my apprentice or one of the girls checks out the dogs and they have to use a separate system for that just so they can be individually tipped out to the grooming and it goes into only grooming budget. Um, which is fine by me. I don't care. I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. But yeah, so I told him, I was like, maybe we can, use some sort of editing tools like because a lot of those programs will customize in real time like your complaints and stuff like that so maybe they can do that like how uh i not my time but i groom and mogo i and i don't i groom's a shampoo no i'm not thinking about i groom i'm thinking of something else groomer io groomer io yeah that's what i'm thinking of sorry I haven't been drinking in a while and I have like a half, it's technically a half a glass of wine, but yeah, I'm feeling it. So anyway, yeah, I would take any, I am hoping that we can resolve that issue, but we're going to be using paper on top of that. So that way some of the girls for the holiday season can schedule some more simpler dogs for Sandra. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not hard to schedule a pit bull and a chihuahua. You know, and if we teach them properly how to schedule a Husky and a Golden, we can have those things resolved pretty quick, pretty swiftly and quickly now that it's their slow season and it will be our busy season. So, yeah, so it'll kind of flop. Yeah, so they're going to take on more responsibilities and um, she's going to have some of the girls cross train so they can kind of see what we do. And so that way they can kind of generalize, generally see what we provide. And so that way they can articulate to people who have questions rather than us having to answer those questions when we're too busy to do so. So I think that's kind of cool that we can work through that. And yeah, so we're just getting prepared. Everything kind of came to a halt though. I was also planning my daughter's two year birthday, which was Sunday the third right that's my daughter's mm-hmm. birthday right okay so, so i don't know <laughs> i, I didn't everything. push her out of my pussy <laughs> I, fucking, I didn't push her out she was ripped out but i forget i forget all my kids birthdays and my husband's birthday anyway so we had planned to have like a small gathering of children at my little townhouse for just some food um last night sunday night well sunday at 7 a.m my trainer who I had seen on Friday so that he tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Cause he was symptomatic and apparently he had symptoms the day that I saw him, which was Friday. And usually I go in, I do my temperature checks, we sanitize and everything. But when we get to our little area, we do take off our masks, which is a probably a no, no, but that's what we do. Um, and he's usually not like up my ass, you know, he's usually nearby, but not like t- 
touching me or on me. Well, Thursday, I had two border collies that I had to kind of wrestle and uh, a doodle who was a new doodle that I had a wrestle and I, and I'm, and it wasn't that bad, but it was just like kinking my back a little bit in all yeah. the positions. And so I was fucking like, like I had that feeling bef- right before you throw out your back. That oh, feeling yeah. like that sharp pain that something like one awkward twist away from fucking up your life. Yeah, exactly. So we decided on Friday to skip weights and do some yoga. And so we were doing yoga to release some pressure in my back. And he was holding me in certain positions. So that way he makes sure that the form was good and that the pressure had enough time to release. So like I'd hold the position, but he'd kind of hold me in the position. This is like the first time he's ever like touched me. And it's not like he's touching like my face or anything like that, but he's still fucking touching me. And I guess Friday he was having symptoms, but he's a bodybuilder and he uses this weird machine, right. That contorts and constricts his muscles as he's working out. Yeah. So he's, he was just like, he was like, I was just really sore on Friday. And he, you know, had a mild fever on Saturday. How did he find that out? Um, because he has to do temperature checks for work. Oh, at the new gym? Yeah, he has to do temperature checks every day. So you ha- you have to do a temperature check when you go in. And his temperature was 99.8, which is really low-grade fever. Yeah, super low-grade. So he was like, yeah, I just felt, like, sore. Like, my body was aching. And so him and his wife went to go get tested and which was Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 a.m. He gets the results at 6 a.m. Sunday morning, 7 a.m. He texts me, I tested positive for COVID. You should quarantine. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. So I had to cancel my kid's birthday party and we just ate all the food. Well, not all of it. So I'll be eating tacos for a week, which is fine. I wonder if I can so, be eating just tacos. Why not? Tacos aren't that bad. It fits in your macros. Easily, like you can easily, you know, just have as many vegetables as you want. Tortillas are only like thirty calories per, like low carb. And then your fat would be your like sour cream or dairy free sour cream. I don't cream. need. Well, I don't have any sour avocado. cream. Avocado. Yeah, that would be my fat. So, yeah. Yeah. So. So I'll be eating tacos for a week. But it was fucking bomb-ass tacos. <laughs> I don't know. I get, tested, I get tested tomorrow at 8 a.m. So um, I actually tried going in on Sunday, but then all the places were closed. Because you get... Before you got the tests, if you guys haven't taken a COVID test, if you're not in an epicenter, before when you take one of the free testing or testing through your insurance, it literally takes almost a week four to five days to get the results which is so stupid but now you get it's within 24 hours so you go to that place i told you to go yeah no my insurance won't pay me back for that so i'm out 150 bucks uh, so i'm not going to that place i'm going to the free place um and they were closed sunday and mondays so 
literally open Tuesday through Saturday. Super sucks. Not like it's a pandemic. Not like they should be open 24 hours. Just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I hope you don't get it, but I'm not surprised that he got it. Just saying. And I don't know if that's because I'm a bitter-ass bitch or what. Or he's, like, on the anti-masker brigade. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're in a gym. It's inevitable. But that's, like, the only place that I go to. I even avoid going to grocery stores. One, because they give me anxiety. And so, yeah, I make my husband do that. He And he had, my husband hasn't been going to the gym for two weeks because he had a vasectomy. So he hadn't come in contact with him. And so we're showing no signs of COVID, but you can be asymptomatic, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So I got to, sure. I'm going to go get tested tomorrow. So like the COVID call is the new STD call. <laughs> hey, right. So you should get tested and make sure you testing. tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, and listen, that was like, that was one. It was. It was an STD fucking uh-huh. phone call. It was an STD STD test. I basically told my whole family, like, sorry, we have to cancel tonight's dinner because I may have COVID, or I came in contact with somebody who tested positive for COVID. <laughs> and then I had to talk to my boss, and she checks on me. She she checked on me today, and she's like, "Do how are you feeling?" And so far, I feel fine, but you never know. And, um, yeah, so. That's funny. I haven't had uh, anybody that I, you're the only person that I know has been literally sitting on the edge. You know, you've had, this isn't your first run in with someone who has been in contact with COVID or positive for COVID. Because people are fucking social. They're social. And so like, but then I I don't have too much of an excuse because obviously I'm socializing with these people, but like I'm hanging out with my family, like maybe once a week. And it's not even like hanging out. I kind of just throw my kids at my mom's. Yeah. Right. But my mom is social, but my mom is like, well, she, I guess she had this long lengthy conversation with a nurse and this nurse was like, um, COVID's not going to go away till everybody gets it. So I was like, so now my mom is under the impression like, oh, she's just going to have to get it for everything. What? Stop the chicken like, You can't. And your mom shouldn't be the one to be getting those things. Getting COVID. Yeah, she, she doesn't have working lungs and she had pneumonia last December. No, that's not a good idea. No, and she's she like, it. well, I guess I'm just going to have to get it. So let's throw a COVID party, guys. Like, what? And she she was like, if I die, I die. And I'm like, okay, I'm so happy that you're okay with death, but like I'm not okay with you dying. Like <laughs> I'm not ready. Right? You're like, I need you. <laughs> but I think I'm more social than you are, and I haven't run into such like, issues. How are you well, how are you more social than I am? Are you going to the club? Are you going to parties? Are you going to bars? Well, bars were closed until recently. And no, but like I go to the alternative workout classes, which are all new people. I go to the grocery store once a week. I run errands. 
you know what I mean? I am like going into people's homes, which I know I'm not supposed to, but I do anyways, because it's fucking hot. So yeah, if someone invites me in, I'd be like, AC check, please. Like, judge me if you want. I'm going inside, you know? How was your week? How was your week? Uh, um, my week was okay. It was all right. I've had like two, three day weekends back to back because people have just been canceling. And that I, sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does. October is kind of slow for me, which is oh, cool. You know, it's given me some opportunity to make appointments that I need to do to get done. So I've been liking it. And I'm not really, I know there are other groomers that advocate for like strict cancellation policies, but I'm not one of those. It just is what it is. Cause sometimes I have to cancel on you. It's just a give and take. So I only do my cancellation policy on repeat offenders or I just fire you. Cause I don't like you, which one lady she is on the, she is on the chopping block. The next time she requests an appointment, I'm just going to tell her to fuck off. So, because she's rescheduled. It was that one lady that was trying to fucking haggle me, being like, hey, I got two dogs for you to groom. And I was like, sure, you know, new dogs are going to be at my new price, but Luke is going to be at my original price. And she was like, well, how about like 70 bucks? And I was like, no. That's less than your original price. That's less than what Luke is. And how about you pay what I told you or you don't make the appointment. That's, yes. That's how that works. And she's like, oh, well, then never mind. I'm like, okay. She, like, she came at me like as a fucking flea market. And I'm like, no. I'm just like, I don't have time for people. Um, I had one client a couple weeks ago. Um I don't think that people read their, oh no, I don't think people read the text messages that I send. You know, I always send your upcoming appointment, like my two weekers, I always send my upcoming appointments to them after the groom has been finished. And so one of them was going to be going to four weeks and not their two week appointment. Um, cause I was off. I had shit I needed to do. And so she texts me in the morning of her appointment and is like, Oh, you know, uh, doors open, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, I'm off. <laughs> like, did you not receive my text message? And I know she did. Um, you know, did you, and I just kind of asked her, like, did you not receive it? And she's like, well, I need my dog done. She's like, it needs to have a haircut. And I was like, well, one, the appointment that I canceled was just a bath. So that's what you would have been getting. So don't fucking come at me with something new now because that wasn't on our schedule. And yeah. so she said, well, we're going to be out of town this the next appointment that we're scheduled for. And I was like, okay, well, I'm booked. I did text you and let you know. I haven't seen these people since this interaction. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when I see her face. Um, but... It just, people don't fucking read shit. It's like, I send you out these text messages. You had two weeks to let me know, but you did nothing. Just sit on it. So that's not my problem. And then I had this Sunday. Was it this Sunday? No, was it Saturday? It was Saturday. Right? That guy that I 
they sent you? Oh, the weirdo? Yeah. It was, it was Friday. It was Saturday. Because I was off Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Okay. So this motherfucker, it's 8 a.m. Okay, so I have a Nest doorbell, which is like the ring doorbell, which is Google. And I'm sleeping because it's Saturday. I'm off. Well, I shouldn't say I was sleeping, sleeping. I'm usually kind of like coming to around 8 a.m. Um, and so this motherfucker rings my doorbell. And so it goes to my cell phone and I'm sitting there just on my phone in the dark, like staring at it. And he's just standing there, rings it again. And I'm like, no, you don't do the whole two ring thing. Like, I don't fucking know you. You're not providing me a service. Who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like ring once, walk away. And my husband's gone. He's out of, out at work. So there's no cars in the driveway other than mine that's tucked in the back. And so then he finally walks away after like a good five minutes and gets into his car and he starts driving. And the way he's, the direction that he's driving in goes past my trailer. And my trailer is tucked. Like it's not visible. It's visible, but not 100% visible from the street. So like you have to actually get out of your car to see what's on my trailer like a drive-by you're not gonna be able to tell it's a dog grooming trailer at all and so he drives and then he stops in front of my neighbor's house puts his car into reverse and then i'm watching this all on my phone in bed and he reverses back into the front of my house gets out of his car and i'm like please motherfucker like come on to my property. I fucking dare you. Like he just looked like he wanted to go and look at my trailer. And I'm like, just watching this on my phone. Like you gotta be shitting me. Do I have to get out of bed right now? And so then I hear my work phone downstairs and I'm like, this motherfucker is calling me right now. Like, are you serious? So I'm probably about like an hour or two of Facebook time in bed is going about, oh, and my husband called me like immediately. He's like, are you watching this? Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I'm like, I'm like, my work phone's going off. And like, he's calling me. That's, that's what's happening. I put two and two together. And so then he's like, all right, well, as long as you're cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then so like two hours later, I go downstairs and I finally listen to my voicemail and it's a guy that lives down the street and he's like, Hey, I live on such and such street. Just like literally right around the corner. I have two dogs. I need my dogs groomed immediately. And I'm like, I am not your fucking personal groomer first off. (laughs) And like, you are not getting a call back because you rang my doorbell twice. Like, and came onto my property. Like, I would never do that to someone. And so he's like, I need them done immediately. All the other groomers are booked out, blah, blah, blah. So can you call me, you know, so I can get them done? And they were looking for something literally today. Like, well, that day. So then I get another phone call from the wife. And she's like, hey, my husband called earlier. We're really needing our dogs done immediately like today 
uh, your voicemail says to make an appointment online, but I really need something, so I'll go look online. And one, if they go online, it's going to tell them, I don't service their fucking area. And I don't. So I'm not, I don't call people back. If you're out of my area, I don't call you back. And yeah. then he rang my doorbell, called me twice in a day saying they needed their dogs immediately. That's a definite never fucking call in your ass back. Like I am yeah. petty. Don't disrespect me. Like I would never do that. I would have never known if the guy just literally drove by and took a picture of the trailer from the comfort of the street <laughs> or called me from the comfort of the street like he did, but he did not need to ring my doorbell. Like, no, cause he does. What if, if he's seeing a trailer tucked away, that means you're off. Yeah. I'm it off, means bitch. you are not operational. No, but so. entitled. entitled. People are so entitled. So yeah, I don't know. I hope they leave me a bad review because I'm going to be like, motherfucker, you came onto my property. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no. Right. So that was kind of like my excitement of Saturday, which hella pissed me off. And I was just like, my nine millimeter is right here if you're going to come onto my property. Like, I fucking dare you. <laughs> I would have never. That's just rude. It's so rude. Like, just... I would never do that. The total lack of respect and people thinking that like, I need my shit done now. Like now you're like, it's going to happen. No, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Your urgency is not my problem. Your urgency is not my urgency. So SDFU. Yeah. So that really irritated me. But while I was working, I'm literally like, I've had to use, you know, we're mobile. We have to use the bathroom. And where do we use the bathroom? We use it in our fucking unit. Nobody ain't got time to fucking like go to the gas station. I run my shit tight. So I want to get home and do my thing. But so I have like these two unanswered dogs. The mom is like the bane of my existence. Like, do you just have people that you just don't like? You know what I mean? Like the dogs are equipped. They're okay. They're cool. They're good dogs. But I just don't like her. And she doesn't really give me an issue as to why she books quarterly. So she's not the one that's paying my bills. And I think that's what irritates me. She started off as like a six week client, but then she got a second dog and she's like, I need to go quarterly. And I don't know. There's just something about her. It's just, they say something stupid like, Oh, I want to breed them later. Or, Oh, you know, like their testicles have feelings too or something like they say something stupid along those lines where it's like you're doing a disservice to me and yourself by having unaltered dogs like you're not doing anything with them yeah no she has two males and they're both unaltered and i'm just like are you getting them i don't think that they can afford to get them neutered i think that's what it is but i don't know or she got them from a doodle breeder so maybe they have like a i'm doing all of this in quotations guys they have a a breeding contract with the breeder i don't know because one of them is a year old and a couple months and the other one is well over a year and so if they were going by the new vet standard with altering after a year then they should be altered already so yeah wait um, they're doodles 
yeah, when they're both from the same mom, but one is more like the like straight doodle hair. And then the other one is a double coated, just like an Auss- an Aussie coat. Okay. So See, I already mom. hate this person. Right. I already hate this person. <laughs> because I honestly I cannot stand people who have doodles who don't have money. And I hate to say that because I don't want to bash anybody who's poor because I'm broke as fuck, but I'm broke. So I have a dog that I don't really have to groom very often. So yeah, Yeah, no one shed. They both shed actually. And it's so funny because the one with the doodle coat or I shouldn't even say doodle coat, but like the, the hair coat, that one sheds way more than the Aussie coat type dog, which is fucking hilarious. She probably got them because she thought they were hypoallergenic or something stupid. I think she got them because the rustic look. You know, her house is really cute and rustic and has that Mangolia. Mangolian, is that the company's name? Like, look to it where everything looks distressed and cute and chic. Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. I'm like Mongolia. <laughs> I don't know. But so like I'm grooming her dogs, right? And they're both fucking unaltered. And I'm trying to take a piss. And I have to like squat completely down because I just pee in a little bowl. And then yeah, I know. the drain. And I remember like, that bowl. <laughs> my little yellow sunshine bowl, it smiles at my pussy. Every time I pee, it's great. It makes me feel great about myself. But they're literally, I'm trying to pee and I have to keep my balance and concentrate. You know what I mean? So I don't get the spray everywhere. And they're trying to shove their nose down my crotch in my butt. And I'm getting it at both ends and I need both hands. And I'm trying to swat these motherfuckers like, get away from me. Like I really had to go right now. I couldn't pull it until I was done. It was like, you have to go. And so I'm like, swat them. They're like trying to like, okay, you get this side and I'll get that side. And then I'll go when she's swatting so you get your turn. And I'm like, this isn't a gangbang, guys. Like, back the fuck up. <laughs> like, this is so Gross. awkward. And yeah, it was so cool. I hate peeing with unaltered dogs. Like, it's the worst. I try not to, but when you gotta go, you gotta go. It's always the male dogs. The female dogs are like, oh, okay, she's peeing. Like, she's peeing like me. I squat like that too. You know, and they're like in a yeah. corner. Like, and they almost like want to pee too. They wanted to make it like a powwow. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm taking a shit in my trailer and I look up, I think it was on my phone and I look up and there's a dog literally across from me making eye contact. They start taking a shit too. <laughs> so there you go. So we're literally, and I'm just looking at it like, wow, this is happening. Like we're both making eye contact as shit is leaving our body. Like, what is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, I'm so cute. And I'm like, congratulations. You pooped. I pooped. We both feel better. And so then I just picked up her poop with paper towel and put it in my biodegradable bag. So I saved a bag. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Um, and then, so my like second story or third story I had was... So I've been having like some back problems off and on. So I'm taking, trying to take some like flexibility classes, doing more stretches and I've kind of gone that route with my fitness journey. I'm still lifting, um, but trying to mix it up and do a little bit more. 
And I was having a hard time with not going to the gym because I wanted that stimulation. Um, yeah. So I signed up for, I call it alternative working out. <laughs> they're, str- they're stripper classes. <laughs> they're stripper classes. Yeah, I'm wearing some pole work. And um, I did, I have a, I have a, a, a something ass class. Oh, the perfect ass. That's what the class is called. I fucking love it. I love it so much. They throw out the term pussy. It's so liberating. Like I thought going, I get anxiety. So I think of like all the worst things and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be like the most out of shape, the most like chunky person there. And I'm going to look like a fool. Let me tell you, we all look like fools and I fucking loved it. We're all trying our hardest. We're all doing our best. We all have roles. And I'm like, yes, like this is like, this is what real bodies look like. The instructor was amazing and like, it's been so fun. It's a little liberating. Like you start to feel yourself dif- like a different way sexually because you're like, Oh, okay. Like I can kind of do these things and it gives you like a false sense of like, Oh, I'm a professional, but you really not like they're just lying <laughs> to you and say, Oh yeah, that windmill cake was amazing. But then she does it and you're like, oh, wow, she truly is a really good liar because that was amazing. <laughs> and I saw myself in the mirror. <laughs> it was not amazing. So, so she's a professional stripper because that's the point. Yeah. So she's It's a, for the bag. Exactly. The bag. And she's a teacher and it's amazing. And she's like telling us to do these things. She's like, okay, well, you got to do it this way and throw your hips that way and put your pussy to the pole. And I'm like, did this bitch just say pussy? Like what? I love it. It's so it's so fun. If you have a place like that, I recommend it. And they're doing such a great deal right now. You should do a drop-in class with me. That flexibility class fucking whooped my ass today. Like I didn't feel like I necessarily worked out. Like I didn't have that kind of fatigue. But it's like my muscles felt stretched, and it felt really good. But it didn't feel good doing it but you feel great afterwards. <laughs> I am just like in the heavy breathing. And there was only three people in the class, including me. And so she kind of really individualized it. Mm-hmm. And I am just like heavy breathing, like <sighs> in the back by myself, like, Oh my God, like this really fucking hurts. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm not going to make it, but I did it. Um, it was, but so anyways, so I'm trying to like, you know, do different things with my body to maybe help with my back. But so before I go to a client, I always prep my trailer. I go in there, I put my fanny pack up, my keys, my water. I make sure I have my work cell phone just in case and I grab a lead and then I get down and go to the door. But this particular client, she opens, knows when I'm there and opens her garage and comes out with the dog. And so right before I step outside of my trailer, my back is like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. And it starts spasming like nothing. I haven't felt like that in a while. Like it was, I was standing there for five minutes and she's like, um, is everything okay? And it's like, and you can't talk when your back is like, when you throw it out yeah yeah like mid spasm it's like there's no talking because any fucking movement is excruciating and so i'm standing like fucking rigid still just like petrified 
and my eyes are like trying to be cool so she doesn't realize but I look like a fool I'm standing in the doorway of my trailer half cocked like not moving I'm like she doesn't notice it's cool but she, she clearly doesn't notice you're fine you look fine and so she's like is everything okay and I'm like um I just can't move right now my back is spasming and she's like I always get one or two things with clients. Either they tell me, oh, go to a chiropractor, holistic wrap, or they tell me you need all these drugs. That's what helped me is drugs. And I like drugs. I do too, kind of, but not really. I like to try and go with the, the holistic route and like trying to like stretch out the problem. Oh um, yeah, that too. But she's just like, you got to be on steroids for like six months. And I'm like, no, thank you. I lost all this weight. I don't plan on gaining it back. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm, no, thank you. And she's, so she's just standing there. She's being really chill. And it's like five minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to try and move. So then I was able to like turn my body. And I'm like, I know exactly what I need to do to like get to shift my body. You know what I mean? Like I need to separate whatever is pinching my nerve and yeah. so I kind of turn and she's like I'm just gonna give you the dog and I'm like okay so she gives me the dog and I she closes the door so then I walk in and I immediately just kind of like plop the dog onto the table and like all of this is with shimming motion like trying not to move as much as possible and then I stand and I kind of step back and the dog's really good so she like can leave her on the table and so I'm like okay I gotta do this I have to stretch. And so like my favorite stretch to go to is like, I'll spread my legs and just lean and really like contort my torso and yeah. fold it into my leg. So that kind of like, it helps alleviate the pain and then I was fine. But I was so fucking embarrassed. I'm like, and then this bitch says, you know, it's probably because you're aging. And <laughs> I was like, this fucking bitch right now. It's like, you're like, you're not wrong, but you have to remind me. Exactly. I was like, you can stop talking now. Just give me the fucking dog and go away. Like, I'm done with you. Oh, God. So I was like, why? And she's laughing. And I'm like, do you see me laughing right now? <laughs> like, that's not funny, but I, like, I'm barely turning 30, okay? I guess not that bad. So I was kind of sad that day. <laughs> it's like you made me sound like I'm turning 60. I'm 30, and yes, I have a really bad back. Like, it comes with the job. It's just a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of my two weeks a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at, like, writing down, like, my highlights in my little notebook. Says dream, believe, and achieve. Wow. Yeah, I know, I'm cute. <laughs> My husband just texted me as you were saying that uh, dream, believe, whatever. And he said um, he made flan yesterday. And so he just took it out of the, the container. And he, he and she just sent me, yeah. My kid has been nuts about it today. She's been wanting the flan all day. Because flan is good. Did he make it dairy-free? No. You should tell this him is 
This is his first attempt to make blonde, so maybe he can make it dairy-free next time. Yeah, you should tell him to experiment, because if he does good, I'll buy some. I love flan. Ooh, your eyes got crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is like one quick way. You, you say, hey, I'm selling food. I'm like, I got you. I was the number one supporter for the tamale lady at the yeah, Arla Salon. I was like, if she comes in, even if I'm not here, bitch, I will pay you back. Like, I got you, fam. I was eating her religiously until I found plastic in my tamale. Pick that shit up. Keep going. I did, but I it made me not want to eat it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. If it's good, I'll keep, you know, whatever. I keep going. Like when Stacia was making her candied apples. Oh. <laughs> I was buying that shit, like, uh, several times a week. Like, oh, I, there's so many calories. So many calories. But they were so buttery. They were, because she uses butter. She makes them so good, and I don't... She she makes them for friends, but she hasn't been she hasn't been making them in a couple of years, and I'm kind of grateful because they can't be in our house. They can't be in our house. No, they're gone, gone, gone. Yeah, my husband sits on them because he's not huge on sweets, and he's like, "Oh, we'll just like eat a little bit here and there." I'm like, "No, they're fucking apples. You eat them <laughs> when you get them. They go uh-huh. bad. You have to eat them. You eat them in your car, and then you ask for more." That's how that works. (laughs) I can't have my friend last night. I went to his house and he, he had a donut and I can't have donuts. I was like, is that a regular donut? Cause he's supposed to kind of eat like me. So sometimes we'll have stuff in his house like that I can eat. And I'm like, is that a regular donut or like our kind of donut? And he's like, it's a regular donut. And I was like, cool. And so then I had to buy ice. (laughs) I was like, so then I had to buy ice cream. Because he had, because he, he had, had sugar. Yeah, because he had sugar, so I needed sugar. Like that's how that works. I am a food. I have no self, like what is it? Control. When it oh, neither do food. I. It, it can't come into. It can't come into my house. No, that's why I don't. We used to always get so mad because I don't keep chips in my house. I don't have snacks. Like. It's they'll get eaten. I don't have that in my house because I eat it. Yeah. So why would you expect to eat mine? (laughs) Positive educational training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. So we have a question from a listener. Um, so unfortunately you guys have to suffer with my reading since Vanessa is not over here and she usually does the reading. So good luck. Um, so the question says, Hey girls, I am new to listening to your show. I am almost all the way caught up. I've been binge listening lately to help make it through most work days. So I need some advice. 
So long story short, I have been working for PetSmart for the last three years. For the last 2.5 years, I have worked at three different stores and only my first store has been a good one so far. So I moved to this area a year ago and have worked in two different stores because it has been a complete shit show at each place. And I have just had one bad thing happen after another. I feel like I am still learning and have such a long way to go and have not had any structure or growth as a groomer and I keep making mistakes and can't seem to find help to fix, to help figure it out how to fix it. They have found a way to only care about their corporation and not me as a member of their team. And ever since COVID has started, it has just gone downhill for me and I have just been thinking and hating every moment I am working. I have been working double the work and is twice the amount of stress, which is making things worse for me. After listening to you guys and all that you have done and where you are now, I have decided to make a change and not deal with their shit anymore. And I decided today that I'm going in tonight when we have our mandatory safety meeting and putting my two weeks in. The last couple weeks, I have started seeing a therapist, which has actually been pretty great in looking for a new job at a private shop. I got the green light on one today and I will be renting a table in a shop and will be independent, but still with the help and mentorship on the side from the, the store manager. So now here is the question. Is there any advice you could give me about owning my own little thing? Any advice on good mid-grade shampoo and conditioners? Any advice really would be awesome. I love you guys and you guys have helped teach me so much already and have helped me get through the hard days and keep my hours up that there's always something better out there. Thanks. Jackie. Okay. So uh, Jackie, I have a lot to say about this. I do okay. too, but I want to give a good, I want to give a like a positive start off on a positive note and saying, I think that's great that you're going to a therapist with huge advocates for grooming and mental health. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, so just be honest with your therapist. <laughs> that's all I got to say. No, and I'm, I'm very glad that you're taking the initiative to step out of the corporate world when you want to learn more, you want to still be doing this and you don't want your soul to suffer anymore. I completely understand that. Yeah. However, when you're becoming a 1099 independent contractor and you're renting out a table and I rented out a spot before. So, um, I don't, I don't have a problem with independent contractors. I don't have a problem with you being a 1099. However, you need to make sure you're doing it legally and you're not being taken advantage of. Um, and that would be one first thing you do is get all of your legal things in order. Because if you are a 1099, if you are renting out uh, a booth or a table, that doesn't mean you couldn't go rent out a booth or a table somewhere else um, in another county or whatever, because you are your own business, you can do that. So get your legal, your LLC ready, your, um, insurance ready, get all of that ready. And your county license. So and your you county need, licenses. it's your state license, your county license, and you need insurance, insurance on your space, insurance for the dogs, um, all of that jazz. And secondly, those all kind of go together. And secondly, she is not in charge of your money. That is where no. typically the IRS will 
dock 1099s at is because you're being a true business. You are the one that's taking the money. You have the card swiper, you are taking the cash and then you are giving her a rent at the end of the month. That is really where it lies with being a business owner. Um, and if she's not doing that and you're doing a 50 50, then you are not, a, you're not a business. You're not your own thing. Yeah. And I just, you just need to look at those things. If those things aren't, if she's not asking for your insurance, if she's not asking for your licensing, if she is your, um, if the shop owner is, uh, is saying they're going to take care of scheduling and mm-hmm. take care of money and you will be getting a commission, then you need to reevaluate the situation and, um, either ask for a W2 or, or I would suggest walk away and see if you can find somebody who would do a legal 1099 if you wanted to do your own small micro business or be an independent contractor because there's nothing wrong with doing independent contract work because you're making your own prices. You can accommodate the rent and you can accommodate your supplies, um, accordingly, but you just have to make sure that you're not being taken advantage of. Now let's say everything is lined up and everything, all ducks are in order because maybe this person has just a large amount of space and has an extra table and would like to rent it out to you. And you are doing your own advertising. You have your own number. You have your your own own schedule. You have your own everything. everything. If that is what that is lining up to be, I applaud you. Continue. uh, And and this is the route that you want to go. There's nothing wrong with that. Continue on that route. So if things are looking on the up and up legally wise, and I would like you to get back to us on that so that way we can further discuss it. Um, when it comes to like starting off mid grade or like starting off business wise or like starting off, um, like our recommendations, my personal recommendation is, um, best shot. Uh, oh, she's talking about shampoo. You lost me there for a second. It's like, eh? yeah. Um, yeah, oh, no. Well, like if everything's good, Vanessa, let's get into the goods, right? <laughs> yeah, no, like if you're wanting affordable products that you want to start off with as a, as a startup company, I always recommend Best Shop. It's the, literally the gallons start at $35. And that's shampoo and conditioner not and it's 35 per and it will give you the quality that you're looking for as a startup it's great stuff like I actually went back to best shot and because uh, I like to mix it up with my shampoos and I went back to best shot and I'm like god why haven't I been using this like it's so good oh for your d shed or no just regular you just yeah. regular ship yeah just using the ultra max and I'm like, oh, God, it looks so fucking good. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love this stuff. It gives you shine. It does have silicones in it, but they're not so... It's silicones that you can build upon, so it's not going to um, cause hair to fall out over time. It's I used this stuff for a year and a half on all my dogs before I started upgrading my shampoo. And yeah, it's it, more or less they claim as like a way to protect the coat. Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't mind. So I've never had a problem with silicone as long as it's not building like an extreme amount of residue. And I have found more on the natural organic side they build up more residue than the 
yes. yes. the chemical based ones. Yeah. So, yeah. Or the silicone. Um, so shampoo and conditioner, um, I would use like their whole line. Their dematting spray is really good. Both the revitalizing and their basic Ultramax scissoring spray is really good. I find the Ultramax scissoring spray to be a little heavy for my liking, but I know Vanessa used to use it religiously. Um, but just I just like, tried the, a different brand recently and I like a different brand, but I still use it religiously for blow drying. I don't use the best shot sprays anymore either since I've been using a different couple different brands myself, but just like higher end brands. Um, so best shot, like overall, all their products for a startup company is amazing because it's not going to break the bank and they literally have everything that you need. And to start off with, it will give you an edge, you know, because clients are going to notice, oh, wow, they're soft for a long period of time. They aren't heavy on the scent. So they do just give you like a fresh scent. So if you're happy with that, or if you're not, try colognes, you know? Yeah, well... Yeah, that's the thing though, is like the scent isn't overwhelming. So the dogs are either going to smell clean or you want to add the coin to it and add your own perfume and it won't, it won't smell horrible mixed with other perfumes. Cause I, yeah. I still use, um, other colognes and perfumes on top of the best shot and it doesn't, it's not awful. Yeah. No, it doesn't mix badly. It's great. Um, now I'm assuming you have all your tools and all that jazz, but I don't think, I don't know if you need advice on that. Um, I mean, if you do, if you do have your tools or if you're looking to invest in yourself a little bit more, I would say don't go cheap on the tools. Don't go cheap on the tools, like save up each check or save up each, um, uh, you know, your tips and whatever. And little by little, because Again, you're starting your own thing. If you're an independent contractor, you want to make sure those clients are only coming to you Mm -hmm. and you want to build that rapport. The shampoo can be, you can finagle with shampoo. You can finagle with product. But when it comes to the tools, you want to make sure that your brushes are good, your combs are good, and your shears are good. For me personally, the best, like, brushes and combs, hands fucking down prescriptions in. I yeah. I, I had one comb. I recently lost it. It will never come back to me ever. It's forever lost. Was it your fluff comb? Did you lose no, it? No, no. My original butter comb that I bought oh, like almost yeah. ten years, nine years ago. I fucking yeah. lost it. It's never coming back. I'll tell you that story one day. Um, but no, you did tell me that story because you had to rebuy it, right? Yeah. No, I'm telling the audience. I'll tell them oh. one day. But. Um, so I re I had to rebuy it, but I've had it for nine years and it was brand new. Like it was, it looked a little worn, but has all the teeth, you know, after nine years, because it's all welded together. It's not. Oh God, I love it. Oh, they're, they fit beautifully in your hand. They have so many different combs. I bought a comb when I was trying to rebuy my comb that I had already. I purchased the wrong comb on accident and I was like, fuck it, I'm not returning it. And so then I bought then I bought my new comb. And this other comb that I bought, oh my God, Vanessa, you need it. Your fluff like, comb. No, 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 I'm... no. It's not the fluff comb. It's a it kind of looks like the butter comb, but it's small a little bit shorter in the teeth. And then uh-huh. 
the whiter side teeth are wider and they go through my Disha, it's fucking beautifully. They go through my Bashan, who has a really thick, nice Bashan coat, goes through that like fucking butter. It goes through my Pomsky like butter. It goes through my thick coated Pomeranian that I do fucking like butter. It cuts my work in half for my thick coated dogs. I love, I love Krish Christensen combs. They're my yeah. favorite combs. Yeah. I have one Utsumi comb and I like it. It's nice, but I still fucking love Krish Christensen combs. I have two, I have a little, I have a tiny little Krish Christensen comb and I cried cause I was missing it for like four months and um, I found it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He, they make great quality combs. I don't know what it is, but Every comb that I get from Chris Christensen, I've never been upset about. I've been happy. Like the fluff comb is, I love it. I love it. Like I fucking love my, not my Utsumi, but my Luna comb is what they call their Utsumi. Um, what is knockoff? Yeah. The knockoff of their, their half moon comb. Their half moon comb. Yeah. So I have the Chris Christensen knockoff, which it's the same thing. Um, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. I love it. It's beautiful. It was like $15 cheaper too. It was. But I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but Chris Christensen all the way around. I have the long pin comb, um, which is I want the coral that. comb. The coral comb? The coral comb. The coral brush? Yeah. Yeah, I have that long pin. I have two coral brushes. Oh, yeah, I love, that's what I mean. I said comb. Sorry, it's the brush. I love that brush. I've had it forever, and it's amazing. Um, and then I just recently got the brush that you have. And I, I, had, I, uh, I had to repurchase it after 10 years or six years. I had to repurchase another one after six years. And they're yeah. like, yeah, no, we can't replace that. And I'm like, I get it. Like, if you take care of your stuff, your stuff will take care of you. Like, my yeah. sharpener just hit me up, and he's like, are you ready for sharpening? It's only been, like, three or four months, and I'm like, dude, no. Like, I literally <laughs> told you while I was there, you need to make sure sharpen. I do this once a year. And he was, like, ooing and aahing and fucking drooling all over my stuff because he's like, there's only out of how many things I got sharpened? 17. Yeah, well, my scissors. We're not going to talk my blades because my blades were a fucking mess. They were literally Frankenstein. Um, but my shears, he was just like, I think I had 12 shears. And he was just like, there's one nick out of 12 shears. And just one nick. Like, and he's like, it was barely even a nick. He's like, How, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> How are you mm-hmm. doing this? And I'm like, because I take care of myself. Like, it doesn't go on the table. My stuff is my baby so if you take care of your shit your shit will last you won't you know because i see people like oh my Chris christensen brush broke and, and i'm not talking about the defective that was happening not too long ago where the handle was literally breaking off when they changed but they replaced the all those they did but i'm talking about like i've seen some people's bre- like tools and i'm like ah like what are oh, you yeah. doing with your shit like why is it like that like take care of your stuff <laughs> like come on yeah. you know and but so yeah Chris Christensen all the way I think for brushing and combs my next piece of advice would I would think 
I don't know, find something that sets you apart from the next person. And that could be like adding a sugar scrub or something kitschy or something fun. I don't know. Just some, some little flair just kind of sets you apart from the rest of the other groomers that, you know, will bring in more customers later on, you know, and expand your portfolio and do as much free marketing online, Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook, just put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're wanting business stuff, like our commercial says, um, sign up for Maria Quindo's Positively Educational or Positive Education. She's got great business help. And it's only like, I think, 35 bucks a month. Um, You know, so look into that if you need help on the business side, because I can't help you there. Um, but please make sure, please that's make why we go to classes. So exactly. That's why we go to classes. Oh, and it says that you're struggling for help. Um, okay. I had a, I had a, an opinion about that because that's where I started questioning, like, this might not be a really good scenario because you were saying, or she was saying that the shop owner was going to help her. And that is where it was a little I bit of a red flag. That's a huge red flag. If you need help, seek out professionals, go take classes, go online, set up some online classes with maybe some, uh, master groomers out there. They always are trying to do something and, you know, maybe they'll do one-on-ones with you. Do that route, the educational route on your own. You don't want to owe I don't know. That's where I think you could get easily taken advantage of. That's just a big red flag for me. It's, it screams red flag to me as well. But I think if you're doing everything on the up and up and you're not being taken advantage of, I don't see an issue with maybe doing a slight mentorship, but I don't like favors. So I wouldn't go into this as a favor like she's doing a favor for you um, because those things always have a way of biting you in the ass. It never works out well. Um, So you really, really have to be careful with crossing that line. I can tell you both of my mentors that I've had one, I'm not friends with. So (laughs) you have to be, you have to be really careful um, because you are, you are crossing a line and but as long as everything's on up and up and you, and you might actually trust this person or have a really good relationship, then I see no issue with it. Um, but like I said, you don't want to be owing anybody um, because depending on the person, they might hold that above you and continue to hold that above you. And then you end up will have to walk away from the situation because it could be too much. Um, so you just have to be, those are my experiences with owing people who you have worked not necessarily because you shouldn't be working under her, but worked with, and it's, it can be very tricky. So just be careful, um, while you're treading that water, but there are other outlets that you can do. Like Vanessa had said, like there are our online thing. Uh, our last, um, episode was with the interview with Tony, who is one of the co-founders of Groom Haas. So a uh, groom house, groom house. I like Haas. It sounds so fancy, but no, you know, he does the groom house and we just took a class, one of the classes and it was really good. And you can ask questions and they'll answer them for you, you know? So you're kind of getting that one-on-one a little bit 
excuse me, theoretically, um, but you'll at least get that answer, that question answered. So you might not have to do anything in person with someone, um, but you can find other outlets. There are webinars that are going on. Like it's fucking webinar dream right now. So, yeah. You know, sign up for classes and they, they can teach you, they can help you with some of your yeah. questions. Yeah. And if, if, if nothing's on the up and up, just demand to be a W2 and then you can be a mentor or an apprentice and, um, this person can mentor you and they have every legal right to just work you for what you owe because you're a W2 employee. Cause you're getting paid to do it. You're getting paid to learn. You're getting paid to work. Yeah. So, and if you want to do her as a mentor, then I honestly, if you're worried about maybe that person holding things over your head, you can pay her for her time, you know? And yeah. if she is that good and being worth paid for, because if she's just kind of mediocre, I personally wouldn't waste my time. I'm wanting people who are better than me. And I want those people to kind of give me a little bit of that mentorship so I can be just as good as them. Um, if yeah. she is equally equal to you, or under, it's not worth the time, in my opinion. You want to learn from people who are better than you. That's kind of my mindset. Yeah, I agree. That's why I always clung on to you for so long. Yeah, I don't know why. Because you were better than me. <laughs> and then I was like, damn. Ugh. but anyways um so yeah you know take webinars the webinars are if you're worried about price the webinars are super affordable they're not yeah. super expensive but when you know i don't know if you're living i guess some of the um hands-on classes are starting up again um where you can go to a web seminar um i know blake started doing his again um elizabeth gibbs i think is doing one um so there are some seminars that are, that are coming back but i don't know what state you're in so you can keep an eye out on that i know the west coast is always left behind pre-covid and even in covid so if you're on the west coast then you probably feel it but um and then keep in mind if you're your own business everything that you spend and you put into your it's a tax write-off so write that shit off yeah you can write off fucking like everything make sure you write everything Right yeah, the, pre the president did haircuts. Oh. Did you hear about that? No. He spent $75,000 in one year for hair on haircuts or hairstyling and stuff like that. For what? He's got a fucking toupee. I don't know. That's what he wrote off. That's ridiculous. That's hilarious. So then we can but write yeah, off massages then. <laughs> yes. Essentially, if you think about it, I mean, um, uh, the only thing that anybody can do is audit you. And then you just say like, well, I have to get massages to be limber for my job. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, right off. But make sure, let's go over this really quick. Make sure you get your state license, your county license. Um, do, your, do a DBA if you don't want to have the LLC at the end of your name on your cards or on any of your advertisements advertising uh, DBA is doing business as um, and then get your insurance start up a Facebook start up your Instagram um, TikTok is really big for groomers right now if you're really into social media I ain't got time for that I barely post on my business page as is so do better get, than, get an email get an email 
um, start up a website, um, and what else? And make sure that you're just a legitimate business. You're only paying rent. Yes, you're you paying can use rent. Their- you're, you can use their facility, you can use what they provide, but make sure it is in a contract and yes. you are not to, basically if something breaks, they're responsible for it. Unless you're like going around beating shit up, but you know, like they are to provide, you know, what they're supposed to. And if they're not providing something, you need to provide it for yourself. If those things are not happening, you are not an independent contractor. This is not independent for you no it's just tax evasion yeah and and it's illegal and you are getting taken advantage of yeah i really hope it's legal but i kind of have a gut feeling that you might be in a position of because if she gets audited down the road you get audited automatically so yeah i mean you have to pay taxes at the end of the year so yes yeah and you don't get that write-off you don't get those write-offs says she does no, if you're an illegal 1099 and you are you are writing things off and then when she gets audited and it's found that you are a W-2, you have to pay back all those write-offs. They don't just fucking say, oh, it's all forgiven. Ha, ha, ha. No, the IRS wants what's theirs. So just be yeah. really careful. I really hope you didn't get promised a false dream, you know, because all the shampoos and your tool sharpening and accessories and um, God forbid you injure a dog, you know, all that stuff is put on you and she's going to be looking at you when you have a $500 vet bill. And she's like, well, you have to pay it because you're a 1099 you're your own business. When in reality, you're a W2 where that should be put on her. Or if you get injured, and you're looking at her like, well, I work for you. I, you pay me. Well, technically, she most, not technically, she most likely doesn't have um, work, workman's comp. She probably doesn't have unemployment. And so you are not under a very, you're not under an umbrella. You're not, you know, safe. You're not working in a very safe environment because if you get injured, you're fucking screwed everything is, t- you have to pay for everything. Or you can be like, well, this is a workman's comp issue. And then she gets a red flag and then she gets audited and then you get audited and it's like a whole thing. So I would be very, very careful. Yeah. So, But let us know what happens. Cause I'm yeah. curious now. I'm yeah. very curious. So please write in and let us know like fully what your situation is. And if you need to leave or you can talk to her and maybe she's, she's willing to do, um, a, a straight rent. W2, a straight W2, or maybe she'll do the rent, but yeah. highly doubtful she'll do rent because she doesn't make money on just renting a table, you know, cause they want that, that growth. Yeah. So and than I, some supplementary. A, yeah. A straight shot like straight payment, they want yeah. 50%. And then it's really not 50% if you think about it by the end of the taxes, because you're getting both taxes. You're getting what she should be paying in taxes, and then you're paying your half of taxes. So taxes are like, I think like 15% or something. And so you're paying a full 15 and where and with no write-offs. So you're not getting 
you're not taking off those taxes. So it's just being a 1099 and illegal 1099, it's just not worth it. It's not yeah. fun. So be really careful and make sure that you're doing things right because the right way is the best way, which is harder. It's the harder way, but it's the better way. It's less stressful overall. And you're just trading stressors. Like now you have to pay taxes. And when you yeah, but it, what's... Once you know how to do it and you know how to put the taxes away and when you, when you don't have to think about it, it's not that stressful. It's not, it's really not. You don't even do your paperwork. Your husband does. Well, it, well yeah, but that's stressful for him. He's trying to catch up on the books and we're going to start paying a bookkeeper. There you go. Or you can pay a bookkeeper. Yeah. But then you don't have a boss barking down your throat. No, it's nice. You know, like I have the insurance, so I know if anything good happens. And I've checked with my insurance. I know what I'm covered for. And, you know, so it just being your own boss is amazing. You don't, you can come in when you want. You can change your schedule around. You don't have to take certain clients. You can literally tell people if you really wanted to, if you wanted to be a total bitch, you could be like, fuck off. And who's going to yell at you? No one. Exactly. No one. You're your Nobody believes boss. Yelp anymore anyway. No, our generation, the younger generation is like, we take Yelp with a grain of salt. I always read in between the lines because people are fucking yeah. liars. Exactly. Or they're exaggerating or they're in the wrong. Yeah. Yelp. I like, I don't think Yelp is a total thing anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Oh no. I went in with a full coat of Shih Tzu and now it came out as a rat. And I'm like, the dog Whatever. was, the dog was busted. Yeah. The dog yeah. was busted. So yeah. Or if I'm like re going to like a new restaurant, I'll read some of the reviews, but if people are like, oh, they took too long or blah, 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 the server, this, the server, that night, like, well, it was the food good. Like, <laughs> that's all I'm here for. We've, we've been to places that had cockroaches and you're like, it's okay. Then you know it's good because it's dirty. Fuck yeah. And was that food bomb? That food was bomb. Like, if it's got cockroaches, that place is lit. That's what's up. Like, it's extra protein. It's fiber. It's roughage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I was still eating at Chipotle during their salmonella outbreak. I was still eating at Firefly during their salmonella outbreak. I was like, bring it on, bitch. I need to lose some weight. You know, <laughs> the salmonella tastes great with my bacon covered dates. Like, come on. <laughs> that sounds so good. It does. We haven't been there in so long. Their sangria is, I'm craving it. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of our advice to you. Let us know, um, what you think of the advice and, um, give us some more details on your situations. We can better help you. Um, but I think we covered everything. And I love that. Like I said, at the top of this, I love that you're taking care of your mental health. That's super important. Yeah. Super important. And I'm glad that you told us that you're taking care of your mental health. Love it. Um, let's see. Okay. This one seems fun. Okay. So this one says, bear with me now. Um, what's up bitches? I love that. Okay. I totally do love that. You can call it, well, me personally, 
you can call me whatever name in the book and I take it as love. Like <laughs> I really do. She could have said, what up, cunt? I've been like, yeah, that's my type of bitch. Like, come on. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I love it. What's up bitches. This is a, this is a bit of a long one, but worth it, please. I love that. She says it's a bit of a long one and it's not even a full page. But it is small print when we've had like two full pages. I love it. Okay. I quit a fucking toxic job during a pandemic. I used to work for a fairly new to the area doggy daycare slash boarding slash grooming salon. I was with them for not quite two years. They've only been open for that for that same time, time frame. I came in when they needed a dog groomer and they were in desperate need. The person prior to me lied about being even lied about even being a dog groomer, so I had to win some clients over majorly. Ooh, that's fucked up. <laughs> I was told from the get-go that I could post pictures of my grooms on my social media and tag them. Doing so, I grew my clientele and they grew their business. I was always praised by upper management and corporate for my post, especially when I did my holiday photos. I also never got a complaint from any of my clients who all knew and loved their, their babies' pictures. But in March, my workplace got a new GM and in early June, a new resort manager who turned into a backstabbing bitch. In April, the GM, the GM who does our payroll overpaid myself and the other groomer in our tips. We were informed that they were to pay it back, but I questioned my GM on why we had to repay something that wasn't even our fault and how those numbers were obtained because it was fucking $600 on my tips alone. What the fuck? I was never provided any proof on this lead to a slight argument, um, any proof. And this led to a slight argument with my GM. My GM started finding anything to pick on me about small amount of hair in the salon. Why did I charge a client this amount? Why didn't I say hi to her? Like, seriously, what the fuck? Then I was called into the office and I was written up by the resort manager for my social media post. There wasn't a warning or anything. I was over it. I was going to turn in my two weeks notice the next day. So I cleaned up my station and I loaded up my car, handed in my commission sheets and parted ways. No one even stopped me. As I woke, walked out, I told my former friend, the new resort manager, that she broke my heart. Um, that she broke my heart. Girls like her are the reason I don't have a lot of close GFs. And told the bitch-ass GM that she could go fuck herself. <laughs> 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 I slept so good that night, not before crying my eyes out. Well, I did want to leave properly, I left before my mental health got worse. And when my head held motherfucking high. My clients from the place have done their best to find me and I was working uh, and I was working a friend of mine in her mobile unit. Plus I'm working on starting my own business. So I'm not hundred percent crazy, but fuck those bitches. P.S. Thank you for the hot grandma comments. <laughs> I was a young mom. So my oldest son made me a grandma in 2017. I will be 42 in December and everyone thinks I'm a vampire. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love that so much. I seriously love the shit out of y'all. You get me through the worst days, and I always talk back to you when I listen. Love always, Mari in Texas. Aww. Aww. Well, mental health is so important, and just get the fuck out of there and start your own thing like you said you're doing. I love it. I love it. 
and I love all your selfies (laughs) because we're friends on Facebook yeah so cute love it well send us more stories guys we love them I'm always on the hunt for more stories we only have one left so send us more tell your friends to send us more the 10 groomers out there that that one lady knows send us stories (laughs) send us stories um any story client stories just fucking send us stories anything anything questions you want us to answer questions to the best of our abilities you can do that send our your stories or questions or topics anything you want to hear to groomerhumor at gmail.com again it's groomerhumor at gmail.com like follow us um on facebook um and instagram it's at shit on the table um share us share our pages with your friends or i love posting your guys's you know shout outs you know we've done it for ciara she's She's sent us shout outs and I have screenshotted them and used them as advertising. So send us, shout us out, tag us at table shitters or tag us at SOT, which stands for shit on the table. Um, and listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. And always click that follow button and download our episodes because apparently that's important. Um, so yeah, and we've got some cool things coming. So uh, stay tuned.